What's up, everybody? I'm author Janine Mack, and I'm your host of the Janine Unscripted Podcast. For those of you who are getting to know me, I'm an author, speaker, business owner, mother, friend, lover, and my goal is to share with you every week about what to do when your life becomes unscripted. I hope this podcast will add value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join us every week for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. And I certainly have a treat for you today. Our podcast topic is past versus present. Have relationship dynamics changed over time? And I'm not going to be breaking this down all by myself today. I have my special guest, Mr. Dwayne Madre. Dwayne is a philanthropist. Writer, author, business owner, father, motivational speaker, racial enthusiast, and he is going to help me break this topic down. So I encourage you to get your pen and paper um, because you really might want to take some notes. We're going to go from history to present day, and you don't want to miss a moment. Stay tuned. Let's take a quick break and have a word from our sponsor. And we're back. And like I said um, in the intro, I have my very special guest here, Mr. Dwayne Mabry. Madry, I'm sorry, I'm saying it all wrong, Madry. Madre. Madre, okay. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm all wrong. I'm, I was trying to say it like I was speaking French or something, but okay. <laughs> all righty. So, um, Dwayne, tell us a little bit about yourself. I said a little bit in the intro that you're an author, but please tell us about your book series that you're currently working on and then how to reach you like your Instagram handle Facebook uh, website address tell us all of that you know before we jump in on our topic yeah definitely would love to do that um, so I've written a, written a book series been writing it for almost 20 years now uh, sorry wow. as, hob- as a hobby um, okay. it's called the, the Bloodlines of Sahel Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a 15 book series. I've got the first five books written, mm-hmm. um, but it's basically about, you know, so, you know, the website is www.sahel.com, but the book is a dark racial fantasy mm. about, about uh, the, the, the diaspora and how they mm-hmm. were scattered all over the earth. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the world therein is called Ard. But, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be immersed in a racial awakening of the chosen bloodlines. So mm. the four black Madonnas, which are four women. Okay. And, you'll, you'll, you know, these women are, uh, you know, as as in the black community, women are the black women are the, ba- are the backbone of our society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing different with these women as, with these women as well. Okay. Um, from four different bloodlines that were separated into four and in the book you'll experience classes so in the book you'll experience classism uh, racism sexism Uh xenophobia and all of its complexities 
Uh, merge okay. them with laws. You'll see people rising as one to overcome the bonds of enslavement to save mm-hmm. this world of art. Um, you know, the one drop rule is fully applied. And mm-hmm. what they'll understand is you're, you're fully going to understand the Black experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, it starts out, you know, I'll say this, Nodis, which is Satan spelled backwards, is mm-hmm. a Black man. Mm-hmm. A white man who inhabits the body of a black man and creates systemic racism. In the mm. Oh wow! Wow. Exactly. And so mm. you're going to understand its origins, everything in a fantasy setting. But it's not like your typical fantasy where it looks all, um, you know, mm-hmm. not not real. I've I've gone to great lengths to make it real and feel realistic, based mm-hmm. off of the based off my history background and you know it starts off with the ancient Chemites and stuff mm-hmm. like that so and then how mm-hmm. slavery has affected us as a community and a people and how we were separated and spread out you know you've got Jamaica you've got Haiti you've got the US you've got multiple countries in Africa they're all black people but at the end okay. of the day we all came from the same area mm-hmm. right <laughs> and, and how we've been divided so that, mm-hmm. you know we've been divided and conquered and this talks about how they come together but the main you know obviously the main crux of the story is there's a darkness coming mm-hmm. to, take o- to take over the world and eventually these bloodlines are going to have to get together mm-hmm. those, those that enslave them will come to ask for forgiveness because they're going to need their help mm-hmm. and oh yeah it's very complex it's going to be fun Wow, I can't wait to to see all of that. I was on your website. So can you spell the website name to make sure, you know, everybody gets to the right place? Yeah, it's www.sahael.com. Okay, perfect, perfect. And it is a, a contact on there um, that I did see. So you can be in contact with Dwayne directly. So definitely go on that site. Dwayne, do you have um, any social media that you um, want to have people contact through? Or you definitely just want to direct them to the website for the release and information? So on the website, Mm-hmm. You'll have access to Sahel social media. You'll see Facebook. You'll see Twitter. You'll see Instagram. You'll see YouTube. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Um, in case you didn't get a chance to write that down right now, I, we are going to say it again at the end. Um, so please listen through all the way to the end because we will drop those contacts and um, website um, for Dwayne so you can definitely connect with him directly and make sure you don't miss any releases and the dates of this whole series it's going to be fantastic um, and with that being said um, our topic today is really kind of going to tie into Dwayne's speciality of history and we're talking about past versus present have relationship dynamics changed over time so, Dwayne, um, let's start with the past. Let's start with, with historical um, facts, basically looking at the dynamic of men and women. Um, you know, we're talking about pre-technology. You know, we're still in our hunting and gathering um, stage and just basically embracing the earth and connecting with it. Um, 
do you, during that time do you think that the roles that um, men and women played were or not played but that they fit into was a stronger um, unit than what we see today oh very much so I mean let's you know like you said let's start with the past Mm-hmm. You know, let's start with segregation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we were segregated, mm-hmm. black, you know, and this is just a small sample size, and it can mm-hmm. be a large sample size as well. But black mm-hmm. families were very strong. We had mm-hmm. our own community. We looked out for each other. You know, I mean, case in mm-hmm. point, I'll bring up um, the Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we looked out for our own, um, and. We, you know, it, we did everything. You know, we were carpenters, we were bankers, librarians. Right. Um, we had our newspaper a- agencies. We had all of that stuff, all in our own community. And so, with that said, from the past, we we were very close as a people. And that's not to say we still aren't now. Yeah. However, but the laws forced us to be. And because the laws forced us to be, we were able to do a lot more mm-hmm. for with a lot less. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, I, I mean, that's I, I I refer to Tulsa, but there's you know there's Rosewood. There's so many more of these communities in which um, thriving Black communities thrived and were able to, you know, bankers, lawyers, doctors, we had all of that. We had schools. And mm. and these and these weren't your these weren't your normal these weren't your typical schools. These were great schools in which we were educated. And some of those individuals who were educated went on to go to Harvard and Yale as a result. And so yeah. from these communities, and that's not to say we still don't have those communities now. Right. However they, they were more prevalent in the past than they are now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now let's take it to the present and let, mm-hmm. or, or, do, or do you want to stay in the past? Um, let me, let's dabble in the past a little bit. Um, okay. it's, it's a, it's a question I'm going to ask for the present tense, you know, just, just, uh, some conversations I've been exposed to, but I wanted to, you know, because I feel like we have to take a look back before to see how we got here that's my thing how did we get here how did we get here and before we can make any changes because some history is worth repeating if it was beneficial and then some history you know we need to know the history because we don't want to repeat things that were not beneficial so um one thing um that i'm seeing now but it's i think it's a little bit more overt or maybe it's covert but I think in the past, as far as like women, like you were saying, in our in when 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 we were more together, um, women, our survival um, was based on who we were connected to. You know, as far as our our, our mate, like the mate that we got was a matter of um, you know our own survival. Then you know, seeing that man, you know, for. Um, the preservation of, you know, the village, the tribe, the family, to be able to, you know, have children to continue on a name. But like for women, our survival was who we 
connected to. And um, I see a trend now, you know, you we have more of society pushing um, a dialogue that women, we don't need a man um, for our survival. And now that women are living that reality, you know, get your degree, get your job, do all these things. It's like, well, I can't hug my master's degree at night. <laughs> you know, I can't hug my six figure job. I can't get that confidence. I can't, those things don't love me back. They're a status thing. So I feel like even though we have more of a dynamic of dependency, but I just think that as far as, and I, and that's why I want your perspective as a man, how are you seeing that dynamic? Do men not feel needed? Or what is, how is that dynamic playing out, you know, from then versus now for you as far as? It's, so, I, I mean, my for myself, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've, you know, growing up dating um, women, black, mm-hmm. white, I'll, you know, I mean, um, mm-hmm. I never, so I, I guess it's different because I've I've, I've met women, mm-hmm. um, black, black women growing up, um, mm-hmm. and while I was dating at one point, mm-hmm. and you know these are strong black women, mm-hmm. and um, I was never intimidated or scared. You know they're like, mm-hmm. well, I'm gonna do this. I, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, I never, I was always, I never was. I never had an issue with that. I was raised by strong black women, my mom, mm-hmm. you know, yes. <laughs> you know yes. my, mom, my sister. So I yes. was, it never, it never bugged me. If okay. anything, I was, if anything, um, it was a woman who didn't have the drive is what dissuaded mm. me from not wanting to talk to that woman. I was like, if, you know, I ain't got time for Wow. <laughs> you know, I, I know that sounds, I might sound yes. No, it doesn't. It sounds <laughs> honest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, I knew myself as a black man. Uh-huh. I knew early on going to school, I, and I was one of the smarter kids growing up. And I knew that, and I realized that at a young age. I actually realized okay. that in first grade. And okay. there's a point to this. I took a test. My uh-huh. teacher said, and I remember I took 10 tests in a row, and I always uh-huh. had one wrong. Uh-huh. I, never checked, I never checked my work because I knew it was good. And so one day my mom looked at it, she, and she looked at all, and she goes, why are you always getting minus one? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It's just ninety percent. I don't care. It's an A. Yeah. Goes, These are all right. I go. They are. And my teacher was marking them wrong. <laughs> oh. So wow. Went, yeah. So she went and spoke to her, and, and from that day <clears throat> forward, I was and I just started realizing. I'm like, well, it seems like, and I, I realized, like, well, if I'm getting all these, I was let, I was allowing this teacher to dictate my level of my ability. Yeah. And then once I realized. I didn't have to do that. It mm-hmm. opened up more of the possibilities. And I was like, so I started getting that grind, starting hustling for it. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that, you know, when I met a woman, uh, a black woman, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to make sure she had those same qualities because mm-hmm. I knew if we had children, mm-hmm. they would be instilled in, the, in our children as well to be proud of who they were because usually when a child is proud of who they are, they perform better. Yes. And so, you know, I mean, and I dated, um, some girls that just, you know, side dated some black girls who were adopted, mm-hmm, <laughs> who mm-hmm. didn't have that same drive, but acted white, which isn't mm-hmm. bad. You know, mm-hmm. it's not bad. That's, not, that's the environment they raised them, but they didn't have, 
they didn't have what I needed. And so yeah. I, you know I mean? So from a woman's standpoint, I was always looking for that. Mm. You know I mean? mm. And I was, I was like, well, that's what I want because that means last thing I want to have to do is, you know I mean? Like I got it. I'm going to take, I want to be taken care of and you want to be taken care of. Yeah. But, but when we're eye to eye on the same level intellectually, we yeah. don't have to worry about it. We don't have to be, we don't have to feel threatened by each other whatsoever. Mm, because from, from, a, from an intellectual standpoint, we get it. So yeah. If, you know, if, if you're going to be a doctor, I'm going to be, let's say, an author. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't have to worry about you and that. I'm confident in my ability. I'm, co- you mm-hmm. know, I, mean, I, I, know right. I know I can keep up with you. Yeah. Phys- physically, mentally, intellectually. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was a big thing. Obviously, yeah. looks played a big part in it as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta like what you look at. Right, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> and that goes both ways. But but at the end of the day, you want someone you can keep up with, someone who's always going to challenge you, someone who's going to, you can talk to intellectually, someone you can go into deep conversation with, mm. and understand the spiritualness between both of them. That's yes. when I feel you can be fully connected in one. So. That was mm-hmm. what I was before. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. there's some some girls who just aren't capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. They ain't got time for that, and I'm sure yeah. they ain't got time for any who who can't yeah. level with them as well. And mm-hmm. you know, there's someone out there for everyone. Some people mm-hmm. are of low intelligence, and some people mm-hmm. aren't. Mm-hmm. I'm about the high intelligence. Yes, yes. Well, you know, I saw I was on I was on t- TikTok. I, I like to say the Tic Tacs. I was on the Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> Those of us that are certain age, just the Tic Tac and the Facebook <laughs> and the Instagram. <laughs> so I went on the TikTok, and um, there was um, you know I'll do TikToks every now and then too because I just think it's fun and funny or whatever, um, just to goof off on there. But it was a particular TikTok that I saw that kind of struck a chord with me because on this particular TikTok, the voiceover, um, it was a young lady saying, oh, I, I, I like uh, older men that can give me gifts. She's obviously maybe in her 20s um, that can give me gifts like this. And she's holding up this bag, this, you know, expensive purse, um, you know, Ooh. expensive uh, shoes, um, showing them out. And then several other women followed I mean not follow but um did the same TikTok showing you know that they're out on dates and you know obviously expensive restaurants and you know this one had on like a, a diamond uh, uh like a tennis bracelet but the necklace version of it the bracelet and and the man is buying her cat a uh, 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 diamond necklace as well and, and like I like to be taken care of so I'm like okay that was very overt and to the point like she's not doing anything you know and, and oh and pay my bills that was the last thing that she said on on the on that particular tiktok and pay my bills so it's just like okay is that because I, I i feel like you know what you're seeing on so what i'm seeing on social media mm-hmm. and to the rise of social media and reality shows is this switch in that okay you know society you know the women's liberation movement all all of that push women to stand on your own two feet be your own woman get educated get your job but then you have this whole sect over here is like the whole gold digger group 
and and they no longer feel like they're gold diggers. Like this one says, "I'm a sugar baby." Hashtag sugar baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. So and I'm like, okay, is is that what men want? Is that you know a pretty young thing, you know, on the arm? And this is her survival method. They don't work. They just get one older man, you know, after other, maybe a couple at one time that likes to buy them and pay for their lifestyle. So I feel like that's a step back, like to the stone age, you know? Yeah. You know, I I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen those mm-hmm. and I avoid those type of women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, I see and a part of me is like, where's your, where's your confidence? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you have developed something mental within yourself to see mm-hmm. yourself to resort to doing this, to take advantage mm-hmm. of someone who's older. And yeah, you may be beautiful and, you know, you may be giving it up to them. And that's, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Older men, some of those older men like that because a lot of some of these older men who are black and, and established, mm-hmm. you know, they have, and I, I have friends, I have a lot of friends in that category mm-hmm. who are doctors, lawyers, mm-hmm. uh, who are in that category who deal with those types of women. Mm-hmm. And, and so with that said, um, they are looking for comfort, but it's not real. Mm-hmm. It's not real. It's fake. And so, wow. yeah, these women are doing that, but they're selling themselves short, making these men see them differently. You know? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. don't have respect. They don't. They don't respect you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they know what you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, and and you know and and you know what they <clears throat> want. So mm-hmm. it's so I would say it's a win-win for both parties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. If that's if that's what they want, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I think a real man, and that goes, you know, is going to look for a woman who has confidence, who cares mm-hmm. about how she presents herself who cares about being educated, even if she's not educated, even if she's trying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I, I think that's what it comes down to because I've got, you know, I we've had conversations a, about this. And, yeah. And I mean, you can, I mean, come on, you can spot a gold digger a mile away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how they look, is that what it is? They it's look, so they true. look high maintenance. <laughs> oh, yeah, high maintenance and a lot of work. And so, yeah. Any, anybody got time for, now I don't have a problem the high-minded yeah. woman. Yeah. Said, okay. Because yeah. if on idea of a high woman is someone who's gone to school, mm-hmm. put in the work, put in time themselves, went through the refiner's fire. Mm-hmm. And then that I mean this woman, that's a woman you want to take care of and keep. That's a woman that you have mm-hmm. to be on your P's and Q's on day. A woman you mm-hmm. have to date every single day. Mm-hmm. That's a woman. Okay, mm-hmm. go diggers mm-hmm. or someone you want to die in a couple times. After a couple of times, it doles out. Yeah, it's fake. It's not real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's 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 good. That's that's good stuff that you said because that, woo, that ladies, this is helping you. It's helping me. I know it's. I, I know it's going <laughs> to help you <laughs> because it's like. If you, for a woman who's not a gold digger, who who's chosen around to, you know, go to school and do that, and a lot of times what that sentiment is in these circles of conversation is, why did I just spend 
50000 on a master's degree and I could have spent that same 50000 on getting plastic surgery and just be pretty. And why, why, spend, why make that investment in myself to be smart? And when I could be pretty and get the guy, you know, like that, that's the, and, and not spend four or five, six years of my life, um, on the education route. So it's like this dynamic year where, where it's, it's kind of confusing. What do men want or, or are men intimidated by the educated woman, the career woman that is trying to pursue, you know, her career dreams? Does that change the attractiveness of that person, you know? I, I think it only changes for the man if he's just not confident in himself. You know, okay. if he's not confident in himself, like I've got friends who, mm-hmm. and they've said point blank, I want a dumb woman. I'm like, why? Because like, I want to be smarter. And I was like, well, wow. you're, selling yourself, you're selling yourself short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know I mean, and these, yeah. are my white, these are my white friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, but my my uh, my black friend is like, no, nah, I need a, I want an educated one because mm-hmm. if she's educated, I don't have to worry about doing everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, be a, it, it will be an equal partnership. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Wow. You know, what I mean, I would to me, yeah, yeah. you may spend that fifty thousand dollars and and go feel, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and make yourself feel all pretty. But at the end of the day, you still feel like yourself on the inside. That's true. That is true. So you know, <laughs> That's very true. I would rather have a smart and pretty woman than a plastic surgery woman. Because okay. it's fake. At the end of the day, what's what's left? Mm-hmm. When, old, when you truly do fall in love with someone, what's left? Mm. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. What is what 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 is in there? What is in your core? And let's speak to that because I'm someone that's very big on that inner person, your inner being, um, self-love, getting confidence, um, you know, having a vision for your life, having goals, having purpose, like knowing your purpose and setting yeah. goals to fulfill that. And, you know, wholeness, you know, as I always say, um, you know, you have to be a whole person to be able to attract another whole person. And then you're then you become one, not a half. You know, I know maybe people say it teasingly, my better half. But then when you really sit back and think about that, it's like, wait, I can't be half a person to, you know, half and a half make a whole. No, a whole and a whole make a one. You know, so um, so that two whole people can become one of one mind, one spirit and, you know, and be on the same page, be equally yoked in that regard. So um, speaking to that part, you know, is it um, do you see, you know, from from past to now that people really don't have a focus on that inner person that the focus right now is just on the outward and you know how are you seeing that trend um as well from past to now yes yeah because in the past well you know in the past again Mm -hmm. first of all in the past we didn't have all this social media Mm -hmm. first and foremost so Mm -hmm. when you were with people Mm -hmm. it was real there was no you couldn't bluff people it was Mm -hmm. real they they knew what you were from the inside because Mm. 
there wasn't anything to make fake about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, like one of my favorite novelist essayists is James Baldwin. Yes. <laughs> I saw that on your Facebook. On the Facebook. James Baldwin <laughs> everywhere. I love it. I love it. He's awesome. He's amazing. I love the man. You know, mm. and and I'm trying I've, I've got the I'm going to find my quote. I'm going to bring up that quote, but he had a quote. Mm-hmm. Let me find it. It, 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 it struck with me mm-hmm. and it, it's, and it, the minute you brought it up, it did. It, okay. I've got it right here. Okay. He says, not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be faced until it is faced. Mm, okay, rewind that back. Let's 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 say that slowly so I can soak in. Okay, so he says, not everything that is faced can be changed, mm-hmm. but nothing can be changed until it is faced. Mm, mm. Wow. So let's break that down. So like, it, it ties into what you're saying. Like for example, mm-hmm. when you were in the past, everything had to be taken care of right then and there, head on. Mm. There was there was no putting it to the side because there weren't as many distractions as there are now. Mm-hmm. And so now with social media and this is you can't really tell who a real person is. People think they know people just because they see them on social media. You don't right. know it. No. And so Mm-mm. there's this false perception, this false persona of people mm-hmm. who don't have confidence in who they are. It's mm-hmm. like they're afraid to be who they want to be. Mm-hmm. And and as a result, we're we're getting further and further from those relationships from the past. Mm, wow. Mm. That's that's good. That's that's it's sad in in a way because why when did we become not good enough in who we were? Like that's not good enough, you know. And I talk with people all the time because uh, I'm in the people business. And you, you, I've run into a lot of times uh, self worth issue. I also battled with that in the past. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, where's that coming from? Who is telling you you're not good enough, or how you look, or how you, what you want, what you desire to life is not good. Oh, it's wrong. It's not good enough. And I think we carry those wounds, you know, on from the inside, and bring those into the relationship um as I agree well. you agree I yeah. agree 100 mm-hmm. percent. I mean mm-hmm. it's fear and mm-hmm. I mean but you have to understand we live in a society in which it has gone out of its way mm-hmm. to limit us as a people mm-hmm. and think about that you've mm-hmm. got you've have you've got laws that have been created Mm-hmm. that made us less than human and then you had to create laws for white people to respect mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. Like people talk about the civil rights movement mm-hmm. were those laws for us or were they for white think about that right. the civil right. rights movement was for white people to understand look these people are human they're mm-hmm. equal just you yes you know what I mean so I live in this which we have to know our self-worth because because they go out of their way to tell us, especially 
the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're right. Not, they're not, mm-hmm. They don't go out of and tell us our self-worth. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? and so once we love ourselves, lo- you know, it'll take it, you know, I mean, love takes off the mask we fear that we cannot live without and know mm-hmm. we cannot live with them. Another James mm-hmm. quote. Yes, yes. Woo, that mask. The mask, the mask. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yes. I mean, so once, and so I myself, like, I love myself and mm-hmm. I have to, and I love everything about me. Mm-hmm. Am I selfish? No. But in order for me to love others the same way, I have to love me. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You can't give what you don't have, right? Thank you. And no, again, like, same thing, like when it comes to loving a woman or woman lo- loving a man, mm-hmm. going out and doing stuff, they don't love themselves. They mm-hmm. love what they're doing but they don't love who they are mm-hmm. <laughs> same thing with a man like how can i get down with you as a sister if i mm-hmm. you know and meet you at eye level and be equal so if i if, if, if i don't see myself as one mm-hmm. wow mm. he dropping the gems i hope they be, i hope they're picking them up <laughs> i hope they're being picked up get them up off the ground don't let them fall to the ground gems are dropping right now gems are dropping okay wow 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 so let me ask you this so as as a man you know when you're in that whole seeking and, and you know dating process and um I was is there a pre um that needs to happen because I feel like there's like a, a pre or a preparation that needs to happen like a one-on-one with yourself before going and try to make those connections with another human being I feel like a lot of people are disconnected from themselves if that makes sense um okay (laughs) thank you because sometimes i feel like i'm speaking japanese here um that there is such a uh, it's such a huge disconnect um from themselves i i feel like a lot of people can't even stand in the mirror and look at themselves and say i love you you're good enough you're special you're beautiful but we get into a relationship with someone and we expect that person to tell us those things and to validate us um how and i've been in relationship situations where i feel like that well the other person they were so low or depleted inwardly that i'm constantly was having to pour in to pump them up pump them up to, until mm. i became depleted you know like yep. wow i've got nothing left no one who's pouring into me and you know not realizing that's you know kind of like a, a toxic trait if someone doesn't realize that they're in that that space you know in in that moment and like that person is not really i hate to say quote-unquote relationship material at that time to try to connect with another human being because it's not uh, uh um uh, even exchange you know are you have you seen that or experienced that as well i have mm-hmm. um you know i mean we've i think at some point like you know again dating mm-hmm. sometimes when you date at least from my experience there's there's always it seems there's always one person or the other that's giving 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 and one person taking 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 mm-hmm. and sometimes those can be red flags well they mm-hmm. are red flags <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at least for me I, mm-hmm. again and, and this comes down to 
I think choosing a woman who's educated mm-hmm. and someone who you can grow up with and be and be your best friend, who you can mm-hmm. have these types of conversations with. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, you know, when when someone and you know we all have I, I, I would I think it's safe to say we all have something mental about ourselves <laughs> yeah yeah um, gotcha it's just how we choose to go about doing it but mm-hmm. I think sometimes I think it's hard being raised by women mm-hmm. okay um, mm-hmm. and I think women want to nurture and they want to be successful and they want to be all these things and that's okay however mm-hmm. I I myself, I want to make sure that um, I can give what I can, but mm-hmm. I also expect the same return. I can't, you know, what I mean, I want mm-hmm. to make sure that this is reciprocal. Mm-hmm. This can't, if this is one sided, it's just not going to work. This isn't about me building you up and you taking everything. This is about us building each other up. Yeah. If you can't build me up while I'm building you up, then it's a no go. It's a non starter. Yeah. And that's something mm-hmm. I say in the very beginning. I'm like, look, Mm-hmm. You know, I have expectations. However, yeah. my expectations of a partner are someone who's going to build me up, mm-hmm. but someone who expects the same in return. And, you know, now there's mm-hmm. going to be times where it'll be 80 20, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Because, but you know, you need to understand when it, when I'm running on empty, you've mm-hmm. got to, you've got to fill me back up too. Yes. Yeah. It's not, it's not just one way because when it gets one way, that's where you know the emotional abuse starts to kick in. Starts, yeah. starts to kick in. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, you know. I mean, I'm not here to be ran over. I'm here to mm-hmm. be a partner. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Absolutely. Do you think that people want less partnership? And and let me say, well, let me qualify. Do you think that people don't want marriage these days because marriage was you know, from a historical point of view, you know, black people weren't even allowed to be married. So it was like really a big thing when that quote unquote permission was granted, you know, here in the US, let me qualify that here in the US. Um, And so I think we took marriage a whole lot more serious and sacred, like, wow, this is something that we were denied each other. Now we have that, but then, you know, now there's a trend that's like, oh no, I just want to have a baby mama. You know, uh, I, I I have sons and, um, you know, I, my sons will mess with me sometimes, but the fact that the joke was on the table out there, like, oh, I don't want to be married. I just want to have a baby mama. And I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm not laughing. Don't joke with me like that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. You almost got jacked up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I almost got jacked up by, in, in the name of a joke, you know, but the thing about it is for him to even say that is what they're seeing. Well, I was like, wow, you, they're not thinking about marriage, you know, millennials um, and um, um, our Gen Xers, you know, a lot of time or Y millennial or Gen whatever. But, you know, that age group, they're, they're now not really looking at marriage as a goal, as a relationship goal. You know, so it's like what what happened to create that huge gap to where marriage was so high on the relationship um, goal expectation, you know, to be married, let's get married, get married to now where it's like, no, that's that's really not an option. That's not important. It's a piece of paper. That's not sacred. Um, I'm good. I just get a, a, you know, a, a child 
a baby mama. In slavery times, mm-hmm. and by the way, that's not where our history starts. Um, right. But during slavery times, a man would be sold four or five times mm-hmm. in the span of sometimes 10 to 12 years. Mm-hmm. And in 10 to 12 times, and, and over that time frame, he may have been married to three or four different women mm-hmm. and had children with all three of those women. Mm-hmm. Now, is that you know, people ask, and you know, this is, you know, I'll qualify this. You know, there's statistics that back this up. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so with that said, he has children, their children, their children, their children, right? Mm-hmm. And then he move and then he moves on. Some of that has carried over into our community mm. with these men. However, mm-hmm. what you're starting also to see, you're starting to see women doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it's it's a perpetual cycle that has been going around since sl- slavery times. Mm-hmm. So that is a very hard and vicious cycle to upend and and deal with or break okay you know what i mean so you uh-huh. see a lot of this and you know you see a lot of this happening but again there's a root cause for it and we need to deal with it at its root cause and this uh-huh. is you know where some you know this is where some of that um you know post-traumatic Mm-hmm. Stress disorder. So mm-hmm. that stuff's, you know, there's some heret- there's some that's hereditary and it carries over. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing some of that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Almost like a generational curse in a sense. Um, exactly. And mm-hmm. so in my in my book, book four, mm-hmm. it talks about the, the cursed bloodline. Mm-hmm. You know I mean so but it, it's deep, you know what I mean? It's, it, it's, it goes far deeper than most would like to delve into because there's some uncomfortable things there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, and you know I me, mean? but I feel mm-hmm. like if we, if we're not afraid to tackle those items that are, that, that, that make us uncomfortable, yeah, we can get past it, but we, you know, we, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel this is why I, again, and it brings me back to the present. This is why it's important to, to be, educated have mm-hmm. an educated woman so you can have these discussions so that you understand how to deal with those problems you can help educate your kids better so they're able to understand and navigate this world better than we did yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely yeah. absolutely um and to that you know we've we've presented the issues and the challenges um so let's let's uh change gears to solutions um because i love solutions i love solutions (laughs) um so um to that effect to piggyback on that like how how what what's what's one thing we can start to turn like that particular issue around you know this growing trend 
in the opposite direction of, you know, broken familyism. That's going to be my term. I just made it up just now. Um, broken familyism um, through the through the generations, because we know that a, a, a strong family unit is, you know, results in a strong community and a strong community. You know, it just branches out like a domino effect from there. Um, what's one thing that we can do to to start reversing that and building strong you know to build a stronger community and family excuse me i I would say you know i think the first thing is understanding what i think what racism is first and foremost because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people i agree isn't racism isn't just a black person hating a white Mm-hmm. Just that. There are laws mm-hmm. that have mm-hmm. been set up, uh, guidelines, regulations, standard operating mm-hmm. built around racism. And once you understand what that truly is, then you mm-hmm. can start to break down and deconstruct what it is to get past. Mm-hmm. Critical history support. Mm, absolutely. 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 Critical race theory. Yeah. I've been seeing that um, on the news lately and the whole, you know, debate surrounding that in certain states, particularly Texas. Um, but yeah, getting that understanding, I agree. You know, I feel like a lot of. Um, history in the u.s is getting glossed over and we're not getting to that core i think when when someone tries to start you know peeling back layers you know to get to that core it's like ripping a scab off well the question is why do we still have a scab why do we still have an open wound why do we have an infected wound because we're not dealing with it the right way well we're not dealing with it the right way because well well the the establishment doesn't want mm-hmm. to dealt with because it exposes the establishment. Mm-hmm. Just to be PC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you know that you have this other you know with with trying to get to resolution. You know conflict resolution. That's a a big thing I really enjoyed that class um, that course in particular while I was doing my master's program in conflict resolution and I think that's a, a skill set that we all need in our toolbox because obviously you know we can't get to a resolution of conflict conflict remains right conflict yeah. gets perpetuated you know so um, conflict resolution you know like why are we not getting there, you know? And I think um, within that subset of, you know, you know, uh, the macro is, you know, what's happening in society, like you said, establishment, but then like getting to the micro, the individuals, you know, how, um, how can we as individuals, you know, start to, you know, start that healing process while we wait, I guess, or while we're in the process of, you know, um, waiting for a shift and change in from the macro side. Like, what can we do on the micro side as an individual? 
as an individual, I think the first thing is just to educate yourself. Like the first, like I have, you know, I've got books here. One book I'd recommend is Lies My Teacher Told Me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Understanding what history is like as black people, we need to understand what racism is. It's not just uh-huh. about hating. It, there's uh-huh. more to it than that. It's about the structures that limit us. Uh-huh. ways in which we can't progress uh-huh. as a person individually or physically mentally spiritually it's set uh-huh. up it, it's set up that way uh-huh. and so i think you know my best and my you know for me there's more suggestions out there but um, uh-huh. first thing is to understand what it is and once you understand what it is uh-huh. you're able to develop for yourself and i did it like okay uh, now that I understand it, I can recognize these items, these things, and I'll uh-huh. know how to deal with them and overcome them. Mm-hmm. This has definitely been an insightful conversation. Dwayne, I think we might have to come back for a part two because, yes, our time is exhausted. Um, but definitely this topic isn't. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Before we go, um, please drop your information again. Um, I'm also going to drop this information in the description, but depending on where you're listening, you may or may not see the description. So, um, Dwayne, definitely give us your contacts um, yeah. again so we can get in contact with you. Yeah, so uh, go to my website, www.sahel.com. From mm-hmm. there, you'll be able to get a hold of me through social media or email, and mm-hmm. I, I respond to everything. And then, um, yeah, and then I've got my email, which is Dwayne D W A Y N E dot A dot Madre M A D R Y at Sahel dot com S A H A E L dot com. Okay, fantastic, Dwayne. Thank you so much um, for your wealth of knowledge and information that you presented. Um, I look forward to doing this again um, very, very soon. And, um, you know, we, we, we definitely helped some folks today. So absolutely, um, let's, let's come back as we both have time, as we're both dropping books. Um, <laughs> that we'll make some time to revisit this topic and, and connect again. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have a wonderful evening. All right. You do the same. Let's take a quick break and have a word from our sponsor. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Janine Unscripted Podcast. As we discuss the topic, past versus present, have relationship dynamics changed over time with my special guest, Mr. Dwayne Madre. I hope this podcast added value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join us every week for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Please consider sponsoring the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Your sponsorship dollars will allow me to gift my children's books to young readers who are struggling to learn to read and purchase books. This podcast has been a production of Mac Media Moguls, LLC. You can connect with me on social media today. I'm on Instagram at J-U Podcast or 
at jmacspeaks. And of course, you can visit my business page at Mac Media Moguls. My website is www.macmediamoguls.com. There you can subscribe to keep in contact with everything that I'm doing, what's coming up new, and to purchase my children's books and all books that are coming out. You can find me on YouTube under Janine Unscripted. Thank you so much. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Have a good one.